<clears throat> okay, folks. My name is Eric Vellum, and I'm with the uh, Christ Only Ministries. Um, preaching uh, the Word of Christ to all those who are willing to listen and give the uh, and give Scripture a fair hearing and uh, see what it offers. And uh, it offers eternal life, um, and uh, through Christ. Jesus says to uh, to some uh, to some people, and he uh, in the marketplace or something. He goes to them, uh, you know. You sit here reading the scriptures, meaning the Old Testament, and looking for eternal life. But uh, the one who gives eternal you eternal life stands right in front of you, and uh, you re uh, you reject that. You don't believe that. I always liked that, and uh, right there was eternal life, looking right at them. Yet they're busy looking down into the uh, to the Old Testament for the secrets to eternal life, and uh, <clears throat> the secret to eternal life is contained within that Old Testament as a prophecies about Christ, and it's certainly in the New Testament as it uh, explains and uh, chronicles his life and his promises of e of eternal life. And uh, Christ is the Word, and uh, and He is the Word of Life. And uh, I think as we read Scripture, uh, we're tuning in to uh, Christ as the Word, and uh, He's speaking to us uh, through that, through the Scripture, through that written Word, and He speaks to us in several other ways as well. As we meditate and we pray and we just observe the things around us and and how they work. And how it gets played out. So, uh, uh, Christ only, uh, and um, so uh, I'm going to here uh, pray and uh, ask for a blessing upon these words and a blessing upon whoever hears this and uh, and, uh, and the one who speaks it. And, uh, and then we're going to read the uh, applicable scriptures and then we'll get into the message so father we uh thank you lord that uh that you love us and uh, that you care for us and that, that uh, in your eternal plans you have uh you have uh, destined man for eternal life and uh, uh that is uh that is your plan that uh, all of creation will be set free from its bondage to uh decay and uh, and to death and uh, we'll be set free into the glorious light of the children of God and uh, where everything will be uh, uh, will be immune will be safe from death and destruction and father that uh, the human heart will at last be filled with joy and be at peace and uh, rather than knowing that you are our God and uh, and now nothing can uh, can touch us or harm us in any way we're all tears and all uh, death and all uh, and all the things that plague the human being because of our uh, sin and our disobedience will no longer be, but only that which is uh, left in you, which is joy and and peace and patience and glory and power. 
So, Father, we just uh, thank you for all that. And, um, and uh, Lord, I just ask you to bless these words that I'm about to speak, that uh, they would not be my words nor my wisdom, but they would be the wisdom from your Holy Spirit that I know dwells in me. And, Father, that um, it would be edifying to those who listen and that uh, to those who hear. Father, we just ask you to give everybody um, ears to hear and eyes to see, hearts to uh, believe and minds to understand uh, what it is that you are telling us, what it is that you are offering us. And there is nothing like it in all, in all of creation that uh, you are offering us. You are offering us the ultimate gift and... Uh, you have um, been pleased to uh, to offer that gift to men through this, the uh, suffering and the resurrection of your son Jesus. And Father, we just uh, love you and we praise you and we thank you for all things. And we just pray this in the precious name of your, uh, of your son and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So the uh, scripture I will read today is from 1 Corinthians chapter 3, and uh, Paul is speaking to the church, writing to the church at Corinth, of which he has, uh, of which he has uh, found a few problems, and he uh, gets contentious at some time, and in uh, and, and some places here, and uh, is, uh, he sees that, he sees that uh, the church is um, acting uh contrary to scripture and it's taken up its old ways and uh and it's acting very worldly and uh and uh, you know with factions and divisions and um and uh latching on to certain teachings that just it just wasn't going to hold up and that and paul is trying to correct them and he corrects them out of love he loves his church and uh so chapter three paul writes brothers I could not address you as spiritual, but as worldly, mere infants in Christ. I gave you milk, not solid food, for you were not yet ready for it. Indeed, you are still not ready, you are still worldly. For since there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not worldly? Are you not acting like mere men? For when one says, I follow Paul, and another, I follow Apollos, are you not mere men? What, after all, is Apollos, and what is Paul, only servants, through whom you came to believe, as the Lord has assigned to each his task? I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God made it grow. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God who makes things grow. The man who plants and the man who waters have one purpose, and each will be rewarded according to his own labor, for we are God's fellow workers, you are God's field, God's building. By the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as an expert builder, and someone else is building on it, but each one should be careful how he builds. For no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. If any man builds on this foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, or straw, his work will be shown for what it is, because the day will bring it to light. It will be revealed with fire, and the fire will test the quality of each man's work. If what he has built survives, he will receive his reward. If it is burned up, he will suffer loss. He himself will be saved, but only as one escaping through the flames." Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple, and that God's Spirit lives in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him, for God's temple is sacred, and you are that temple. 
Do not deceive yourselves. If any one of you thinks he is wise by the standards of this age, he should become a fool, so that he may become wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness in God's sight. As it is written, he catches the wise in their craftiness. And again, the Lord knows that the thoughts of the wise are futile. So then, no more boasting about men. All things are yours, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death or at the, or the present or the future. All are yours, and you are of Christ, and Christ is of God. And that is 1 Corinthians, the entire third chapter. Okay, so I once did a sermon to, uh, to uh, the inmates at the uh, prison where I worked. And I was mentioning how, uh, you know, when before, when I hear on the uh, weather uh, report or something that a serious storm, high winds, you know, a lot of snow or a lot of, a lot of rain, there's, a, you know, a serious storm is developing and coming our way. I just, uh, you know, I mentioned how I would check out the house before the storm hit or, or rains or to make sure that everything is buttoned up and nothing is loose if there's high winds and it's going to wind up flying around the neighborhood or something. And, you know, I compared that to our spiritual lives and our activities and how, you know, we have to search ourselves to make sure that our, our lives are buttoned up and uh, there's nothing out there. There's no loose threads. There's no, uh, no uh, uh, things that uh, aren't being addressed or sin that we've fallen into and that we're not addressing. And uh, so that when the storm of life comes that, um, you know, the things that, uh, you know, that pound away at us and uh, whether it be the the uh, temptation or the death of a loved one or just uh, some serious type of loss that we don't uh, that we don't despair that we don't lose hope that we don't lose sight of, of Christ as being our Lord and Savior so I was just talking about that and the uh, so that kind of uh, evolved into this sermon and uh, you know, I was just talking about my house, and, and you know, it's a building, and uh, and if you look at uh, the idea of building uh, in Scripture, it's quite prevalent. Uh, you know, uh, Scripture is always talking about building one thing or another. You know, uh, to uh, to the uh, Israelis, God came gave them the uh, the mandate of uh, of uh, building the. Uh, the tabernacle according to specific uh, instructions and and even back further uh, the building of uh, of the ark that God once again once again gave specific instructions and we go and and these are all very important uh, 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 building projects and uh, you know uh, Solomon's ta temple uh, was uh, was talked about and God instructed them instructed Solomon on how he wanted his temple built and how it was you know how to furnish it and and uh, and uh, how to uh, you know get it prepared and uh, and Jerusalem the actual building of the city uh, was you know is, is talked about and uh, and uh, its gates and uh, what it what it should contain in it so the idea of building is is uh, you know very prevalent and uh, you know and, and it culminates in, in Christ, who uh, 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 is uh, actually a carpenter, which carpenters build. And I find that sort of interesting. That um, the mandate of forming his church, of building his church, uh, you know, his church will be built. And, uh, and the... Uh, 
and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And uh, you know, so so we all we we go from the building uh, uh, early on of of of, uh, of the ark, and and we just keep building, and 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 now we're we're we're, we're talking about the building of the church, and. Um, so it just kind of evolves and and moves into that direction of the ultimate purpose. You know, every one of these every one of these buildings that have been that have been uh, mandated by God to the to to the uh, to the Jews is 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 just a uh, it's just a, um, a foreshadowing of 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 the the ultimate thing to come, which is Christ and His Church, and uh, it it all kind of points in that direction. And so, uh, Scripture is telling us, you know, that that God is in the business of building something holy, something eternal, something something that will glorify Him and 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 carry us along in His glory, and to build a safe place and to build a place uh, that is beyond the uh, and 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 impervious to the things that uh, that uh, trouble us so much here and at and on on Earth. And Jesus goes into the uh, the parable of uh, building a of building a, the house on solid solid rock, or of building a house on uh, on sand. And uh, you know, Jesus talks about this as, as from experience as a carpenter. You know, he knows what it is to build. He knows what it is to put, to build something that's going to last. He knows what it takes in the building of these uh, of these structures to uh to make something that is going to stand the test of time that's going to stand the wind it's going to stand the be able to withstand the the rain or the or the or the cold or the heat uh you know there's just certain principles and certain things and certain um you know laws if you will of building that 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 if you build it this way <laughs> it's not going to make it but if you build it this way if you build it like a wise builder it'll 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 last it'll stand up it'll it'll be uh it'll be glorious in its in its uh in its purpose and uh you know building is like uh i'm fascinated by building and uh i just i like you know i've, I've done some some work in that area and and it's uh it's fun you you know you you like the uh you like the the uh, the end product but but you know there's a lot of uh there's a lot of planning and there's a lot of thought there's a lot of you know making sure you don't go this way or making sure you don't go that way and you got to get this right or or otherwise this isn't going to be right and uh, so if you build something wrong here it's going to continue in its error all through the uh the structure and so you know you got to be careful you know despite what uh bloomberg says about uh you know the trades and farming you know that that you know we we, we don't uh the people like that don't need really much gray matter and that's kind of the uh the uh, old world order and uh and stuff like that uh most of us know better we 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 know that there's there's quite a bit of preparation quite a bit of knowledge that has to go into these things and 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 craftsmanship and uh, whether it be farming or whether it be building you know it's just not something you just uh you know you take a two by four and you put a nail in it and uh, you call it a day it just doesn't work like that just like with his uh, you know his interpretation of farming you throw the uh you throw the seed in the ground toss some service some uh soil over it and presto you're going to feed the world well you know blooming it just doesn't really work like that and uh, you're just showing your uh, ignorance as a man 
But uh, so I like I like watching structures go up. I like I like how it it starts and the preparation and just watching it. We got a couple um, building projects going on in the village, you know, pretty pretty large building projects, and and I just like to keep my eye on them when I'm uh, walking my dog. You know, I always uh, you know two or three times a week I'll go down in the areas where where they're. Uh, where they're building and where they're putting up structures and I just like the way you know just okay here they are you know with with this part of the structure the next week uh, you see them developing another part and before you know it you know it starts taking on shape and it starts taking on on the dimensions and the uh, purpose for which it uh, was uh, was uh, thought of you know and uh, Oreo my dog he doesn't give much thought to it he doesn't uh, really really give uh, he doesn't have a lot of appreciation when I go down there. He just likes to, he just likes to smell the uh, the uh, fresh dirt and the clumps of uh, clay and stuff. That's that's his thing. But for most of us, or for myself, you know, I just I really enjoy uh, watching that stuff. And um, and so uh, the idea here is that in building, you have to start right. And by starting right, you start with the proper foundation. Uh, the the most important thing of, of any building, of anything going going up, being built, is you know what is it resting on, what is it laying on, what 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 is it depending on for its structure and stability, and and the first part of that whole process is the foundation. If you're not laying a good foundation, no matter what it is. You're just not going to, you know, whatever you build on that foundation, over time, it's going to reveal itself as something well-built, wisely built, built on rock or built on sand. And over time, you know, you can, you can build something, you can build something and on, on very unstable uh, uh, ground, and it might look good for a while, like, uh, like the uh, leaning tower of, of, of pizza there, of piazza or whatever however you say it anyhow you know it leans now considerably because what because they thought they were building on bedrock but there was some um unstable surface below it so now we got a this leaning structure forever and ever and not that it's not still glorious but you can see that that uh you know that um something was done wrong or something wasn't considered so that foundation is the very is the very essence of that building it's going to decide whether it's going to last or whether it's going to crumble and that's why Christ tells us you know whatever whatever you're building you better build it on a on 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 rock and not sand because uh, you know sand shifts out and uh, and and moves and when the storms come it's you know the the grains of sand are just going to wash away and and the structure is going to be unstable and it will put it be put in in danger of collapse and uh and might what a mighty crash it will be jesus says when that house finally collapsed and of course that house he's referring to us is is us our lives and that is why you know foundations that are dug down into the earth uh they're dug way down i mean here in the northeast it's i think it's a four foot frost line you got to go down four feet at least to be safe from the upheavals of that of, of frost that develops during the uh, freezing and thawing of uh, winter and spring, so it's mandatory that you go down that deep. And I think you probably your larger buildings, like you you know your skyscrapers, and they got to go right down to bedrock. They can't just rest that thing on what they consider to be stable soil. 
you know, four feet down. I think that building has to go down to bedrock, and you have to get right down into the very essence of the earth, right onto that 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 formation of of rock that that uh, lies underneath the surface of the earth. And there you got to there you will start your building of something that enormous as a structure. So everything depends upon that foundation. You know, it, there's a lot of things like, uh, you know. You can gild the building and make it look rich and and, and, and and beautiful, and for a time it will. And and but the but the uh, a bad foundation, all of a sudden you're going to start getting cracks in the walls, and your windows are going to start cracking because the building is shifting. And all of a sudden, its gloriousness will uh, will vanish, and and people will realize, hey, there's something wrong here. But if you build that thing on on, on a solid rock. It'll, it'll stand the test of time in as much earthly or worldly things can stand the test of time uh, it's not likely it'll be eternal but but it uh, will last you know a good one a good building thousands of years um, built right so it's that foundation that is so critical and uh, to the long-term life of, uh, of any any building and um, you know, I can see in these projects around town. I can I can see how you know they they do set up correctly. They are going down to where they need to be, and there's you know there were large holes in the ground, and uh, and I can just see them building up from there, building their structure up from there, and uh, you know it's it's interesting. And there's uh, so many things that 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 parallel each other in the spiritual world and and the uh, and the uh, natural world and uh, there's a very fine line between them and, and the things that apply to 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 the world often have their counterpart in the spiritual and I think you know Jesus in his parables and his teachings really brings us forth he he brings so many things from from the way we live in our, our natural lives and he shows how there's a parallel but yet a perfected um, um, counterpart in the spiritual world, the physical world, the natural world is just but a foreshadow of the things to come. It's the imperfect working towards the perfect. Uh, you know, as 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 uh, the scripture says, you know that that uh, it moans and groans. The creation moans and groans as it as it, as it moves its way forward uh, to this uh, final culmination, this uh, this uh, final purpose of God. Uh, straining as it does and you know this foundation of course I mean I'm sure you probably get it by now uh, this foundation that I speak of in the spiritual world it can be nothing other than Christ if you're if you're looking for for if if your heart is searching for something meaningful for something for something um, that will last that will stand the test of time that is eternal that is uh, that is perfect that 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 only that the thing that can that the that the only thing that can satisfy the heart if you're looking for that thing the foundation has to be a certain thing and that foundation has to be Christ the life that 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 is going to if you're looking for eternal life that foundation has to be on Christ you can't build on any other foundation and expect to achieve uh, 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 to achieve and to come into the glorious presence of God it just isn't going to happen because no man comes through comes to the Father except through me and um, being Christ so the idea of the foundation excuse me one moment
So the idea of the foundation is true in worldly things as well as in, 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 uh, in spiritual things. Um, you know, if you want, if, you're, if your idea of, of, uh, of, of, of uh, reaching your goals, if you've set it upon worldly things, you still have to set up a foundation. If you want financial success, if you want uh, sports success, you have to build a foundation. There needs to be a foundation. Rarely does do these things get achieved or acquired without a, a foundation. The athlete trains every day. He trains hard, and he trains. He trains to to uh, to um, um, to acquire the necessary skills, speed, and strength to uh, to receive the reward that he's looking for. Or if you want, you know, if you're in business, you have to have a proper foundation upon which to um, to become a successful businessman. You just can't go into it willy-nilly. So the idea of preparation runs through the uh, runs through the the uh, the uh, natural world. Uh, as much as it does for the spiritual world. In the spiritual world, in, 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 the, in, in the life of Christ, we're looking for the thing that really does matters. We're looking for the thing that really does does offer eternal hope. These other things, these worldly things, you know, success. I, I just heard it yesterday. Somebody said the, the most, the most um, unhappy people he's ever met are billionaires. You know why? Because when you become a billionaire, you realize that money isn't doing it. You know, you, you, you come to that realization. For those of us in, in, the, in the middle classes, lower middle classes, upper middle classes, you know, we still have this fanciful idea if we just, if we just get there. So, so, you know, just get enough money, just win the lottery, just become enough successful boy, and then, then we'll be happy. But you know what? You know, we're, we're pursuing something that, that, that we think will happen. Whereas billionaires, they're there. And they know, to much to their chagrin, much to their disappointment, much to their to their to their, to their uh, sadness, and 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 people to be pitied, they realize more than anybody that their billions just doesn't achieve for their hearts and their souls what they had hoped. It's 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 they know, especially as they grow older, they know that that. Um, that it uh, that it isn't going to last, that their life is coming to an end, that uh, in what they had hoped these billions would achieve and this this success would achieve, it just isn't satisfying the heart at all. And unless you and unless you uh, 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 can can come to that uh, that point to that point of uh, of wisdom that says, okay, I've tried it all. Now let me try. You know, let me see what Christ has to offer. Unless you come there and you accept Him, you just, you know, you're going to be left in in in, in despair, realizing that that all your success just doesn't do it. So anyhow, you know, building that foundation, uh, it's true in the uh, in, in the natural world, and it's very true for those of us who have set our hearts on Christ, who have set our hearts on eternal life, who have set our hearts on seeing. God face to face on seeing the glory of God. What could be more beautiful than that? If, we, if we've if we've come to that point of wisdom that, that 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 okay, this is what I want. You know, you've we've got to lay that foundation. We've got to lay that good foundation. We've got to lay that foundation. That foundation being Christ 
in Christ alone. Only Christ can act as that foundation. As Paul says, anything that we build on that foundation will be tested. And so we start building our lives on that foundation, on that solid foundation. And whatever we do, it, whatever, how, however we build it, he says, you know, if you build with, 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 with good stuff, with holy stuff, with sacred stuff, with, with things that God desires, it'll stand the test of, of time. But if you build with hay or straw or things that just easily burn up, they'll burn up. But you'll be saved, but it's one going through the fire. So the necessary thing is, is at least you're saved, but you went through some terrible stuff to, uh, to, come, out to, the, uh, to come out the other side and, 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 as uh, one of God's. But the idea is that the, there's, nothing can be achieved in the spiritual world without that foundation of, of Christ. And, and what matters is that we start with that foundation. We have to build our lives on Christ. There's just, there's just no other way. Uh, only, you know, what, what does it say that, that you know, that uh, uh, Jesus says, uh, asks, are you going to leave me too? When he talks about the bread of life and him being the, the, uh, the drink and him being the food and and, and, and Peter says, to whom shall we go? There's nobody else to go to because we know that you have the words of life. And that's the foundation. Peter has set that foundation for himself. And all those apostles set that foundation for themselves, knowing that there's no place else to go if you're seeking eternal life. If you know that the ultimate goal of life, that the ultimate uh, uh, culmination of life, that what God intends for life to be is eternal, if you know that there's no place else to go except in Christ Jesus, that is the only foundation. We have to start building upon that foundation. What we think and what we do and how we act and and the things that we value and the things that we that that you know that 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 seem that uh, attract us or that that we're attracted to we have to start building upon that foundation of Christ and 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 laying on that foundation the good things of life the things done in love the things done in mercy the things done in wisdom the things done in in uh, charity the things done in faithfulness and goodness and kindness and uh, these things are the things that build up. These are the things that, that will last, that are built on the foundation of Christ as it rises up into a holy temple, which is us. We are that temple. And that temple that, that God wants built has to be built on the, on the foundation of Jesus Christ. Our Lord and our Savior, the Christ, the one who has come to answer all the questions of the human heart. He is the foundation. We can't build anything of eternal value on anything else other than that. Everything else that we build, on, if we build on any other type of foundation, it cannot last, it will not last. There's nothing eternal about it. And, uh, you know, people, people build their, their, their lives on certain foundations. You know, whether they be uh, the accumulation of money or, or the accumulation of power and influence or the accumulation of knowledge or honor or, uh, or even family or, or just the pleasures of sex or, or, or you know, even, you know, some good things like friends. If, 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 or, or, you know, if that's your foundation, you know... In one way, it's very good, but in another way, if, if you're leaving, if you're not building on Christ, those things aren't going to last either. Or politics, or ideologies. It's like the Soviet Union, right? It built its whole existence on this uh, <coughs> foundation of Marxism, you know, the scientific socialism. 
and they thought it was a solid foundation, but it was a solid, it was a, it was a foundation of lies, it was a foundation of corruption, it was a foundation of deceit, it was a foundation of hatred, it was a foundation of anger, and for a while it built up to something that looked glorious, that looked like, okay, it might be the future of humanity, but in due time that foundation couldn't last, in due time it was revealed that that foundation was a foundation of sand. And it shifted and the whole thing crumbled. How many other things in life are built on these type of foundations that in due time they crumble? They disappear. The, the, the ravages of, 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 of truth just destroy them in due time. And for a while they look good. And for a while they, 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 they look good. And, but, you know, underneath and, and in places they're reaping destruction. And in due time it comes down and collapses. And I think of a country right now that I think is probably due for collapse. It's about ready. It's China. You know, I mean, it's going to be a devastating fall. But I, I don't see how this, uh, how this government of China, built on its, on it, on savagery, really, and built on, on, on the murder of millions and, and millions, and built on that communist ideology, and, and, and just built on power, and built on, 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 uh, you know, just deceit. It's, it's just this can't last too much longer. And I think you're, you're finally seeing the foundations crumble. And I think, I don't know. I think Trump has a lot to do with it. I know this might anger some of you, but I think Trump is exposing China for what it is, and that's a that's a uh, uh, a structure uh, built on um, very unsolid foundations, and that's why the government is so is so mean and so so oppressive because in its heart it knows it is, and the only way it can keep anything stable is by fear. So we, we all uh, have developed or, or lived under these, uh, under you know, built upon these foundations at one time or another. But some of us, to the glory of God, have, have, have somehow been, been touched by God in a way that says, wow, this foundation ain't working. Okay, I'm not getting anything out of this. I'm going nowhere. I'm spinning my wheels. Things just aren't, things just aren't happening. I can, uh, you know... Let me look somewhere else. Let me build some, upon something else. And and by the by the grace of God, you know, He reveals Christ to us. He shows us Christ. You know, Christ, the Father draws us to Christ, and Christ reveals the Father. It's such a symbiotic, beautiful relationship. And that has to be our foundation. It can't be anything else, and 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 the foundation and the foundation is you know I I, I I've set my life up in such a way that that I do these mental gymnastics right, and and I say to myself, what would happen if somebody came to me and and said they had irrefutable proof that the entire Christian message is nothing but a hoax. And I looked at it, and I'm saying to myself, wow, he's got me cornered. Uh, it seems that he's right. You know, and, 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 I, and, I, and I play with that thought, and I wonder how that, would, how that would play out in my life. And I'll be honest with you. I would be destroyed. I would be an empty shell of a man. Uh... You know, that my foundation is so set on Christ 
and so set on, 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 on loving him and being loved by him, and so set on, on the hope of eternal life, the hope of seeing this being that we call God. It's just so, you know, my, my, my life is so set on that, that if you were to take that away, there would be nothing. My life would be devoid of purpose. It would be, be devoid of joy. It would be devoid of anything. I could take no pleasure in people. I could take no pleasure in anything. Because the thing that, the foundation that I had built my whole life upon is just, is just gone. And, and now it's like, okay, so there is no purpose to life. There is no reason to love somebody rather than hate them. There is no real reason to be successful or to be wound up on the streets, you know, putting, uh, putting uh, chemicals into my veins with hypodermic needles. What's so what, you know? We're all here for no, for no uh, apparent reason. My life would be destroyed. It would, it, would just, it would just be empty. It would be a vacuum. It would just be despair. But, you know... So that's that's where I am, I'm at as far as Jesus being my foundation, you know, and 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 you know the the joy that I receive from other people through Christ is just is just you know um, you know it's just you can't put a price on it, you know. Uh, I see people in a completely different light. I, you know, I, I see a reason to be kind. I see a reason to be joyful. I see a reason because my life has purpose. And if I, if I didn't have that foundation, I don't know. If I never came to Christ, what, what, what would I be doing right now? What would I be looking forward to? I would just be an aging man that's getting ready for the grave <coughs> in one way or another. Gosh, I don't know. But thanks be to God, you know, my life is built on a, on, on a solid foundation and nobody in all creation is going to you know, convince me otherwise that, that, that Jesus is the Christ, he is the son of the living God and through him we have eternal life. And his, all his promises, all of God's promises are yes in Christ. That is my foundation. That is the rock that I stand upon. That is what I built my life on since I was probably, I don't know, 28 years old or so. The first, you know, the first time I, I read uh, C.S. Lewis's Mere Christianity. And, and it just, it's just something, just, I don't know, man, what happened? But all of a sudden, I just saw this book in, 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 in the light of truth. And then, and then I got into scripture. It's like, wow, the scripture is coming alive. I, I used to read the scripture just so I could know what it was talking about, maybe. And it was as dry as bones. <laughs> and it meant nothing to me, and I, and I and I just couldn't. This is going nowhere. But when that spirit came into me, it's like I read the scriptures, and wow, this this is just coming alive. I see what Christ is saying here. I see what they're doing over here. I understand what he's talking about now. It's starting starting to make sense. It was you know it's like a, you know flesh and blood and bones were being were being raised up. In front of my eyes, and was listen, listening uh, and, and reading the scripture it was a miraculous event, and I'm sure you, everybody listening to me, has had a similar experience. I mean, I just don't know how you can, you know, be a Christian and, and just not like, wow, you know, this stuff is true. 
you know, our theologians might ar argue over what's, you know, what's the proper manner of worship and what's the proper manner of church. But, you know, I know that Christ is my Lord and I know that he is the son of the living God. And, uh, you know, and, and that is my foundation. That is what I stand on. And that is what I will stand on till the day I die. That is what gives me hope. I am, I'm literally, I'm nothing without him. And with him, as is, 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 is Paul says, we are everything. Everything is ours. Life or death, uh, the past, the future, the present, you know, God, Christ, everything is ours in Christ. Everything is ours. We, we are admitted into his family. We are adopted children. He wants, to, to, he wants everything he has, he wants to give to his children. All the glory, all the power, all the joy, all, all, everything that he is, he wants to reveal it to us and he wants to share it with us and he wants us to be with him. Everything is ours in Christ. For those who have set their foundations on Christ, everything is yours, whether the past, the present, the future, death, life, whatever. It's all ours in Christ. All these other foundations all have one thing in common, and that is they are they are destined to perish. And when the storms come and uh you know the 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 house is going is going to crash, and we're just going to be left with rubble, and uh, and we will stand before God naked, with no with no garments of righteousness, no garment of Christ to clothe us. We'll stand before Him naked, naked in our sinfulness, naked in our in our foolishness, in our stubbornness, and the life not built on Christ is now left desolate and in ruins because it was built upon the drifting sands and could not weather the storms of life. It was built on vanity and self-pursuit, all destined to perish. So let us be wise, folks. Let us be wise builders. Let's, let's be good carpenters. Let's understand uh, the proper way to build a life. The proper, the proper foundation that needs to be laid, the foundation that lasts, that is true, that is straight, that is strong. God implores us to be wise. Let the sun be that foundation, that cornerstone. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden. Because if our lives are not on that foundation, we'll be tossed about by any wind by, uh, of new teaching or any new ideology. You know, and, and, and you look at the progressive movement in this country. I mean, they are a godless people, I'm sorry. And you can see how they are just tossed about by every new uh, fad of teaching that comes through. You know, whether it be, uh, you know, the, the uh, homosexuality or trans transgenderism or the, the acceptance of socialism or whether it be this or whether it be that. Every new, every new teaching that comes up, their ears just perk up. And they just, you know, and, and they'll go off chasing, chasing, chasing it. Whereas the people of God, you know, that we stay true to, the, to our foundations. We, st we stand on that foundation and we're not tossed about by every uh, new teaching that comes about. We're solid. We know where the truth is. We know how to discern the truth. We know that which is pleasing to God. 
and his foundation starts up from the bottom and wells up into eternal life. Jesus is the foundation for our life. He, he is the author of life. And what can, what, what can be the fate of a man who rejects the author of life? I mean, he's rejecting life itself. Jesus is the, is the trustworthy and unmoving and unshakable foundation upon which we can build our lives and so can endure the hardships of this life and stand all the fires, even to the point of the, the fire of death, you know, crossing over the Jordan. You know, that just uh, it seems scary, but, but those who have built their lives upon the foundation of Christ, we will, our souls will not dissipate. Our souls will not, not crash in a, in a, in a in a heap of despair but we'll hold on to that foundation even in the midst of a of this approaching what it seems to be you know a negation of everything of life and we're going to hold on to that hope and to that promise of of christ until that moment comes that we cross over the jordan and we see that yes indeed all the promises of god have been answered as yes in christ that we stand that we are in the midst of god in the presence of god our souls did not just fracture apart in helplessness and despair. Jesus is our lifeboat. He's our foundation, our Savior, who takes upon himself the sins of the world and our sins as well, so that we can stand before the throne of God and remain standing as the fires of judgment pass over us. We are like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who emerge unscathed and prepared and ready to dwell in the house of God. Jesus is our Passover. If Jesus is our foundation. So the question is this, what is our what what is the foundation of your life? Whatever it is, if it's not Christ, then more or less it's self. And self is a foundation of sand. And it won't stand the judgment of God. Search ourselves. What sits on the throne of our hearts? What, what, is, what is truly our desires and our hopes? What gives us inspiration and a reason to live? What have we set up as our God? What is, what is, what is, what is our inspiration? What is, what is it that, 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 that we look forward to achieving? <clears throat> if you can truly say that Christ sits there as king, then all is well with you. If not, and things don't change, only condemnation and, et and eternal regret can be your destiny. Jesus calls us to himself. He calls all of us to himself. We can't turn a deaf ear to the author of life. Well, we have to soften our hearts and make room for Jesus in our hearts. Make him the foundation upon which we build our lives so that we, we may join all those who are now in heaven and give, and give glory to God and be glorified. Jesus knocks at the door. Are we going to let him in? Is there room for him in our hearts? And when he enters, will he be welcomed as the king? And will you allow him to settle in and be the foundation of our life? Knowing he is our foundation, putting stone upon stone and built up into a glorious temple where God lives. B brick upon brick, stone upon stone, building upon the foundation. Building up a foundation, building a building, a temple, 
will rise up into glorious eternal life. Not slipping away as unsteady and unsecure, but secure and solid for all time, the same yesterday, the same today, and the same tomorrow and forever. The foundation is Jesus Christ, the resurrected Son of God, who alone has the words of life. To whom shall we go other than Christ? There is no one else that we can go to for eternal life, that everlasting life. He is that solid foundation upon which we have to build our lives to receive that glorious crown of eternal life that God offers us through Christ. Okay, so that's the word for this time around. And uh, <clears throat> you know, I really believe this this stuff. I really it just it's just sometimes I think somewhere in scripture Jesus makes the strange observation that and I'm paraphrasing here but uh, when you believe then you will see you know the, the worldly approach to things well when I see it I'll believe it but Jesus takes that typical uh, phrase turns it right on its head and says when you believe in me then you will see the things that I say are true and uh, that's how it's worked out as strange as it may seem, as paradoxical as it may seem, everything about God seems to be a paradox. You know, what seems to be the true is actually the truth is is uh, goes in a different direction. So anyhow, um, <clears throat> that's that. <clears throat> uh, let me read my. Uh, my uh, conclusion with Ephesians. Ephesians was uh, this very chapter was uh, part of my the daily bread. <clears throat> I read that every day to just to start me off in the reading. And uh, <clears throat> this very chapter was the one that the we were instructed to read, and and uh, I like that. So, Paul writes in um, chapter 3, uh, starting with verse 14, For this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom his whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Go in peace. I love you all in Christ Jesus.